It's April 14th, 2021, and welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we bring you the latest science, technology, and innovation. This is day eight of Hawaii Public Radio's Spring Fun Drive. I'm Bert Lum, and of course, uh, during this special Fun Drive edition, we have Stephanie Shipton from Teach for America. We have Crystal Meisel and Mary Moody from Hawaii Lit. And of course, they're all here to talk about the Social Impact Incubator Program. And of course, during this uh, live broadcast, the phone lines are reserved for your show of support. And of course, we're looking for new members. So if you enjoy our weekly tech talks, we hope you consider supporting the great original local programming here on Hawaii Public Radio. And of course, you can show your support by going to hawaiipublicradio.org or calling 888-536-4700 to become a member. And of course, now I want to bring on Stephanie Shipton. Uh, Crystal Meisel and Mary Moody, and I want to welcome you all to Bite Marks Cafe. Hi, Bert. Thanks for having us. Great, great to have all uh, you know, you three women on this, and I think uh, we'll have to imagine, you know, which one is <laughs> Stephanie and Crystal and Mary. But Stephanie, let's let's start off with uh, kind of how we got connected up, and and uh, you know what the relationship is between let's say hub co-working and the social uh impact uh incubator program i mean i think it's a lot of a lot of stuff going on here so how do you how would you like to describe what this program is all about sure thing so teach for america hawaii you know we're known for bringing in really amazing educators into our school system but something that not a lot of people know is that we have a, a really deep history in innovation and entrepreneurship work we think about teachers as the original entrepreneurs who are innovating in their classrooms every single day, um, who are on the ground in communities, imagining solutions to the opportunities in front of them. And so we wanted to be able to continue the work that we've done around design thinking and summer fellowship opportunities and our, our annual Pitch Fest Spark and Inspire and start supporting our edupreneurs, as we call them, who are early stage local to Hawaii, who want to have impact here in education and sustainability spaces. And partnering with the Hub was just the perfect um, opportunity to bring a whole lot of resources and expertise to bear so that we could create an incubator space to help our local entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs take their ventures to the next level. Well, that's, you know, that's great because... You know, we're familiar with the the folks over at Hub Coworking, and you know the the typical setup of a, a co-working space, and and having uh, startup companies locate there. And it was interesting to hear about you know the uh, what we'll call I'll call the SIP program, the Social Impact uh, you know um, Incubator program, and and how Teach for America is is sort of behind that. And then you know. When the idea of of actually starting up a cohort for social impact companies, when did that start? And and I think uh, you had mentioned that there was a kind of a pilot that that uh, kicked it off, but then now you're actually in the full fledged uh, program. Yeah, we were fortunate enough to get funding and support from the Hawaii Leadership Forum. Um, George Yarbrough at the Hub and I are both OMDR fellows, and we're able to get support to. To test us out, we had a theory and we knew from our work with our educators that there were a lot of people out there who were passionate and altruistic, and but running into time constraints and moving their side hustle 
from a side hustle to the main thing that they're able to move forward. And so we started off with a pilot last summer with five ventures, um, three of which were educators from Teach for America Hawaii. So we had a podcast, Maestro's Vibe. We had um, a Teach for America teacher launching some different Native Hawaiian-based video games. We had a Teach for America teacher who had launched a foundation and was awarding scholarships to Native Hawaiian students in his community. Um, and, you know, they helped us prove the concept that there was a need that we had really passionate entrepreneurs who um, were looking for not just the business resources, but the opportunity to be in community with their peers and to gain mentorship and access to other resources. Um, we kind of think about this as business school for with a hug. You can mm -hmm. go to a lot of places to learn about business law and how to make a lean startup business canvas, but we think it's just as important to build the relationships and the community of entrepreneurs here in Hawaii. No, that's great to hear, and, and it's great to hear how the Omidyar fellows are actually out in the community or working in a variety of different spaces. You know, I... Full disclosure, you know, I, I am the uh, broadband guy for State of Hawaii and, and in the process of our convening, you know, the uh, broadband hui, we have come across many Omidyar fellows, uh, namely one of them, you know, Brad Brad Bennett on the Big Island, uh, who's been heavily involved with uh, helping to get hardware in the hands of, of needy families. I mean, and, and it's great to see a lot of the fellows out there working, you know, working on the ground uh, trying to help um, not only communities but programs launch just like this. Now, in the in the launch of the uh, SIP program, you um, have how many companies? Uh, you know, part of that, and and how did how did those companies actually go through the? Uh, what kind of application process did you have? Yep. So we have about eight ventures right now that are moving through this first cohort, and we made a decision to cap it at five to eight ventures so that we could really focus on meeting each founding team's needs, and we hold space for at least half of those ventures to be inclusive of Teach for America alumni. Uh, the application process is simple. You can find more information about it on siphawaii.com, so S-I-I-P-Hawaii.com. Um, a really basic Google form. Tell us who you are. Uh, tell us the story of the impact you want to have, what you want to get out of this program. Um, affirm that, you know, your early stage, your have a local commitment and your social impact, and then we go from there. Um, our intention is to make this as accessible as possible and to really allow people to tell the story of who they are in their work. Um, and I just want to acknowledge, too, you know, there's been some really incredible work of partners alongside of us to, to make this possible and um, want to shout out some of the other um, innovation-minded folks who have come alongside us on this journey. You know, we have our Spark and Inspire Pitch Fest coming up on April 28th, and one of our ventures who's in SIP will be pitching at that. Um, I think you've got David Nearshiro, one of our alums, and Bill Baldemore, our executive director, on your show next week to talk about it. Yeah, it's interesting how how a lot of this is uh, finding its way on Bite Marsh Cafe. Now, I do want to give I do want to give uh, Crystal and Mary a chance uh, for in the next minute before we have to go to a break. I mean, tell us a little bit about your company, Hawaii Lit, and how you kind of got involved with the uh, SIP program. Yeah, Hawaii Lit is a historic preservation and multimedia storytelling company. So we're focused on things like book publishing, oral histories, genealogy, podcasts, um, really driven by connecting ancestry and empowering folks 
through those oracle bones of ancestry, so helping uncover those. And we got connected to the SIP program because I am a Teach for America alumni, and um, here in Hawaii, we're on the island of Hawaii, down in Volcano. And we applied, and we're super, super excited to be a part of the cohort. We're just connected and working alongside some really, really incredible people like Damian Packer, Wes over in Eva Beach. There's just so much incredible work happening with the other folks who are in the cohort with us. No, that's great. And, and you know, again, it's kind of a virtual uh, cohort on, on this go around. And, and maybe, you know, when we get back from the break, uh, we want to get into like, what is it that you actually were able to pick up, you know, through through the cohort and, and the experience that uh, the, the, the folks, um, you know, in the SIP program, as well as, you know, Stephanie's bringing, you know, bringing whatever mentors uh, to the program and how do they contribute to how you've uh, developed Hawaii Lit. So we'll hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Stephanie Shipton, Crystal Meisel, and Mary Moody. We're talking about the Social Impact Incubator Program. And of course, if you enjoy local programming on Hawaii Public Radio, you can show your support on our website at hawaiipublicradio.org or feel free to give us a call at 888-536-4700 and show your support by becoming a sustaining member. Now, let's go ahead and check in with Paige and Savannah. And of course, welcome back. We're live, pigeon and all, in the studio. This is Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio and day eight of the Spring Fun Drive. And of course, you can always visit our website at hawaiipublicradio.org or give us a call at 888-536-4700. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Stephanie Shipton, director at Teach for America. And of course, we're also talking to Crystal Meisel and Mary Moody from Hawaii Lit, and we're talking about the SIP program, which stands for Social <clears throat> Social Impact Incubator Program. And uh, of course, right before the break, <clears throat> you know, we're kind of getting into uh, what the uh, cohort is is kind of going through, and and uh, it started in February, and and perhaps uh, Crystal, maybe tell us, uh, you know, you've you've kind of gone through the the fact that you applied, you thought it was kind of a cool thing, and. And what is it that you've actually gone through? What is what is uh, what is Stephanie and her team uh, providing you as resources and mentorship uh, through this uh, cohort program? It's pretty epic. That whole like quit your day job and start to do and lean into your passion and what you really want to do is something that we're really seeing come to fruition. Uh, and we owe an. In- incredible debt of gratitude to Kapa Oliveira for coaching. She's our executive coach through this program. And we, she just helps us really dig in, pick apart, look at what's going on. We meet with the cohort every other week and we're able to kind of dive in and think about who's our customer, who's benefiting, you know, where, what is our mission statement, right? Like she's able to crush that mission statement because we've done a lot of work with the cohort on trying to get our story clear and succinct. That's great. And Mary, so what have you, what have you sort of taken away from the program so far? Well, definitely, um, you know, Kapal, our executive coach has been pretty amazing. And that in tandem with the um, cohort, um, we've been able, like this weekend, we're going to be launching our first farmer's market and so we'll be live at the farmer's market in Volcano 
from 6 to 10 a.m. this weekend. Um, but that wouldn't be possible to get to that place without um, all of that heavy mental lifting that we're doing with the, with the mentorship and with the group. No, that's 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 terrific. Now, Stephanie, in terms of the the program, uh, how many weeks is it, and and what what uh, other strenuous tasks are you going to be putting the companies through? <laughs> Hopefully, they're not too strenuous. We've got um, each cohort has about ten sessions, and they meet every other week as a cohort. Um, and in the off weeks, they're supposed to be meeting with their mentors. So, Crystal and Mary mentioned Kapa. We have a really great set of really excellent executive coaches and business mentors who are intentionally paired with each of the ventures. So they have that mentorship to help unpack and digest what they learned in the session. Um, We also planned out extension events with some dinner discussions coming up around alternative economic futures and connecting our mentors and our participants to other networks and other leaders out there. Um, so 10 sessions every other week with mentorship in the off week. And at the end, we have about $8,000 of funds that the cohort will collaborate and collectively distribute amongst themselves. That's, that's terrific. Now, Crystal, in terms of, uh, you know, as you go through the program, as you develop the, the, the company, what do you see as, as um, perhaps uh, scaling or do you see it being pretty much a, a, a local company you know what what Hawaii lit does I mean how do you how do you see graduating and what do you see happening you know once you graduate yeah we're really really excited to have to build this foundation through the cohort and really to dig our heels in locally look at reviving some of the historical societies and artifacts that haven't been around and haven't been out in the air in a while um, and that's something that's going to take us a couple years, and maybe maybe we'll get to someday help folks do their trace their genealogy and go on trips, maybe to the Philippines, or maybe you know travel around the world with folks helping them kind of dig up their ancestral bones. And but Hawaii is definitely home for us, and we're excited to be a part of this community, especially down here in Volcano. Now, Mary, you you know, in terms of some of the content uh, that that you folks uh, create or actually uh, make available, uh, you you're involved with uh, podcasting, and and I think there's a, a project that you're going to be doing with uh, uh, the uh, Mountain View Library. I mean, tell us a little bit about some of those projects that are underway. Right. So. Um, That's actually part of what I've been getting coaching for is uh, this podcast show that I want to launch. And um, so far, it's set to launch at May 11th. Um, It's called Creative High. And it's, um, yeah, something that I feel really passionate about, um, listening to people's stories and, you know, helping them to also um, ground in their own truth through their stories through their storytelling. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a big thing for me. Who do you who do you consider some of your, uh, let's say, guests that you might have on the uh, on the podcast? Oh, well, I've got our first I've got our first show scheduled with a close friend, Clay Reese, and uh, my friend Robert James over on Oahu, and they're both Kanaka Maoli artists. So those people are definitely going to be my first Yes, but also speaking to the Mountain View Library, um, we've actually been 
able to partner with them. And so if you go to our website, www.hawaiilit.org, you can actually see a collection of, of photographs that the Hawaii uh, the Mountain View Library has partnered with us so that we can actually um, display those on our website. So definitely check those out. That's a really cool opportunity for us. And um, maybe they'll come out for the farmer's market one of these weekends and actually sign folks up for the library cards. And the project with the Mountain View Library, I mean, how did that come about? Maybe, Crystal, you can you can share how that came to be. I would love to talk about how much Mary absolutely adores the library. You should see our house. We're kind of like a second storage place for the library books. Um, we are in and out of the library constantly checking out hundreds of books. And we just started talking. You know, you get to know your librarians. They help you out. They help you find stuff. And they dug out this box of images, and they're like, we're not really sure who's here or who this is. And we're like, let's get those out of the filing cabinet and out in the world. And just massive, massive shout-out to Vicki at the Mountain View Library for getting all of the OKs so that we can have those up. And check them out. If you know somebody who's there, call. Go to the Mountain View Library and tell them who's in those pictures. And so the, is the idea that you wanted to get some of these archive photos out so that the, the wider audience can take a look at them, maybe learn something from them, maybe even kind of con- make some connections as a result of that? Totally. They're epic. There's old stampin' buses in there, old, like they're, you know, working in sugar canes. There was a flood in Mountain View. Watch out. Like there's lots of really cool stuff captured in there. That's great. That's great. So, so Stephanie, you know, in the last uh, maybe uh, thirty seconds or so, I mean, what do you what do you see happening? I mean, I, I know there's other companies, and maybe we'll have you come back on and, and have some of the other companies uh, share some of their their activities. But what do you see happening over the next uh, you know few uh, weeks uh, in in terms of the completion of the of this cohort? Yeah, so heading next, we are in the middle of some intense customer discovery work with the ventures right now. And they'll be diving into some business nuts and bolts, working on sharing their story, and then gathering with other leading experts in the in the community to share their ideas, share about their ventures, and then distribute funding. And then we look forward to welcoming our second cohort this summer in July. We'll be opening up applications for that in May. Again, at siphawaii.com, S-I-I-P-Hawaii.com. And then finally, if you can check out our Spark and Inspire event, April 28th, you can, it's a virtual stream. You'll be able to see a whole bunch of presenters, but Wes Adkins, who is in our cohort, will be pitching about his Eva Beach drive-in project that he's doing with student leaders out at Campbell High School. Sounds um, good. Again, that's April 28th, um, and you can find out more information about that on the Teach for America Hawaii Facebook group. That's great. Stephanie Shipton is the Director of Systems Leadership over at Teach for America and an organizer for the Social Impact Incubator Program. Crystal Meisel and Mary Moody are founders of Hawaii Lit, and I want to thank you all for joining us today. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe and join us next week when we'll get an update from Elemental Accelerator and their five-year plan to address climate change. And I want to give you back over to our lovely hosts, Paige and Savannah.